This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. 500. We've done 500 podcasts, and I'm actually here in Costa Rica. I'm just reflecting on the journey. I'm getting a little bit emotional thinking about all the highs and lows of just podcasting, the rela- relationships, the ugly emails and comments, and the overwhelmingly positive and encouraging comments, and thinking about some of the conversations, thinking about the million-plus words that have been spoken via the Better Wolf podcast, and those emails of people that have said, hey, this episode or this guest or this short you know, episode that you did changed the way that I thought about this, made me live more intentionally, like got me to change jobs, got me to get out of a toxic relationship. And it's insane. If you, if you would have told me when I first started uh, the podcast that we were going to have 500 episodes and it would open up so many doors to have so many incredible guests and be able to be on other people's podcasts and win stages and be able to articulate concepts that people are sharing and growing their business. And if you would have told me that uh, we would have hundreds of thousands of people listening and per episode hundreds and sometimes thousands of people listening, I would have been like, okay, like I, that would have been unbelievable. And I, I wouldn't even know how to comprehend that because when I started the podcast, it was mainly just because I didn't know what to do. I knew I wasn't that smart when it came to any one thing, but I knew that I had smart people in my network. And if I was just like, man, if I could just bring them on, my credibility and status would increase. So I did know that, but I wouldn't have been able to predict what had happened since. So uh, number one, the purpose of this video is I'm going to give you seven lessons that I've learned. Now, I probably couldn't give you 500, but I sure could give you more than seven. Um, But I want this to be as actionable, shareable, and valuable for you. And so that's why I'm keeping it to seven, because I don't want to just talk your ear off, because I know that your time is valuable, and I really want to uh, be better, be better about honoring your time and making sure that uh, you're getting a um, result and uh, return on your investment for taking your most valuable resources to your time, either watching or listening. And so here we go, it's, uh, the highs and lows, and maybe you can uh, take one of these lessons that I've learned over 500 episodes and, and maybe it can make you a better podcaster, better content creator, better uh, entrepreneur, maybe better person. So first one is relationship over listeners. I think a lot of people uh, start podcast or social media or YouTube channels for the wrong reason. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this content and it's just going to blow up and people are going to listen to it. And there's, there's like, everyone wants to know what I have to say. And well, that may be true for some of you, I would say the vast majority of people, especially that start a podcast, might get into it for the idea of like people listening to them, but realize real fast it's hard to it's hard to get moving, it's hard to get people listening to you and you might have a killer episode that that has like 20 downloads and like you're like man I feel like the best kept secret and a lot of times people just get discouraged because uh, creating anything putting yourself on camera or or having audio like uh, it's it's hard and so it's like man I'm working so hard and and no one's listening and here's what I would say is um, people will follow I mean people will literally follow value Um, and that's you know in a a total efficient world people will follow the smartest people uh, and the most valuable people and we don't live in a total efficient world 
And so, um, you know, that's not 100% true across the board. Um, but what I would say is I would push back and say, how could you use your podcast and platform to build relationships? And this is one thing that I uh, knew early on, and this is ultimately the thesis of the podcast, was it wasn't going to be about my credibility and smartness. It was going to be about my guest. And if I could build relationships with my guest, I would not only learn, learn more, but I would ultimately increase my level just by having them be a part of me. It's, it's, I mean, it's whether you want to call it the law of attraction, if you just want to call it the credibility circles. Like when you bring on other smart people or important people and you're interviewing them, people are just going to associate you with that person. And so one thing that I will say is um, the one thing I got right from the very beginning was podcasts is all about relationships. Now, it's easy to lose the focus on that. It's easy to get discouraged. So grateful I didn't know how to read analytics uh, when I first started. But it's funny because when nobody was listening to me, um, I got to interview Nelson Nash, who is now passed away and could be one of the most valuable thought leaders, especially as it relates to the life insurance space and wrote Becoming Your Own Banker. Um, I've interviewed multiple mentors, got introduced to Garrett Gunderson. He got my first podcast ever was with the Cashflow Ninja, uh, who has an amazing podcast, um, and I've had him on a second time now, and uh, just so many other people, so many other authors, and um, you know people that have made a difference in my life. And so while no one was really listening to them early on, um, I gained so much through those relationships, and those relationships opened up doors and and gave me enough time to be a better communicator. And as a result, like. Uh, it's it's been quite a journey. And so what I would say is if your intention to do anything, especially when it creates content, is just for listeners and you're just going to view your success off of listeners, I, I, would, I would say unless you're an insanely good communicator and unless you're like really got something that people need to hear, you may want to take a step back and say, is there any other value? Is there any other, other relationship capital that can be that can be gained by having this platform. And so that's what I'll say there is, is listeners come second and the relationship comes first. And if something funny happens with that because more listeners will come when you gain greater relationships. And it's one of those things where you're also adding value to people that without a platform, I really don't have anything to give a lot of these people. But with a platform, I can help promote, be a promoter of them. And as a result, it makes their, their time a little bit Oh, um, worthwhile. I will say there's quite a few people that didn't get their ROI potentially in, in the form of dollars coming on my show early on, um, but, but my hope is being connected to me throughout my life will be a, a net positive for them. So number two is just ask. So many of you need to hear this. You're just, you, you don't have because you don't ask. Um, I don't want to make this like a, a biblical sermon, but there's a lot of uh, biblical meaning to this as well is like a lot of times we're not getting the relationships and the success because we're not willing to ask. And there's so many people that I thought were quote unquote off limits. I thought they would never respond to my email. I thought they would never respond to my DM. And this, I mean, this is across the board in business in general, but if I'm just looking at the podcast, there are multiple people that I've had on that I thought were impossible. And shocker, if you just ask, not everyone responded. Some people even said no. I was shocked on, on just putting yourself out there the amount of people that said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. It might take me a couple months to get on the podcast, but I'll, I'll come on your podcast. And I think asking without like expectation is, is really key and, and staying humble about it. But I, I, just, I just think a lot of people don't have what they want 
because they're not willing to ask for it. I don't know if it's a pride issue. I don't know if it's a fear issue. I think there's a lot of truth to the statement of you, you miss all, all the pitches that you don't swing at, or I, I said that wrong, but it's, you get the point. Like every shot that you don't take, you're not making the shot. And so I think a lot of us just need to ask more. And, and I'll, I'll just kind of end this analogy with, you guys don't know all the people that said no. I literally could have asked a million people, which I didn't, but I could have asked a million people to come on the show and only, you know, so many said yes, but you guys don't know. How, how true is that in our life? It's like a lot of times we, we get credited and, and we get um, the, I'm not, fame's not the right word, but we get the benefits because of the successes, but a lot of times we don't see all the no's in the process of that. But as a result, like the world will compensate you for the, the results and we have 500 episodes but we could have recorded or tried to do more but as a result the world only gets the results. So I think it, the, the moral of the story is put yourself out there, ask and you'll be shocked on um, those, those opportunities that will come when you increase your luck surface of um, you're getting lucky because you're just going out there and asking. So that's number two. Number three is uh, authenticity is greater than credibility and this is what I mean. I think a lot of people that holds them back is they're like, hey, um, I don't really um, know everything as it relates to X, Y, or Z. You want to start a tax podcast. You might not be an expert on taxes. You might want to start a, a life insurance podcast. You might not be an expert on life insurance. You might want to start a business coaching podcast, but you're not an expert on you know, business coaching. And I, I will say this, number one, there's always a person that's smarter than you, and there's, especially if you're watching or listening to this, there's definitely people that are less intelligent than you are. Um, but what I think is greater is authenticity. When you can really be authentic and like with arms and hands wide open and just say, I'm here to learn, I'm here to be a promoter of you and, and really the people that are listening to this podcast, and if you don't know something, don't have to pretend and you don't have to try to impress the audience or the guests. Like You're just being authentic you. People will be drawn to that. Some of the episodes that I felt like I was the least qualified for or like performed the worst in um, have been some of the best podcast feedback that we've gotten. I don't know if it just made me more human. I don't know if people just could resonate with the, oh, like, yeah, like Caleb has no idea what he's talking about and yet he's, he's willing to ask the dumb question. And I don't, I mean, and sometimes I'll straight up ask, like, share with people um, about, you know, shortcomings or something. And, and as a result, I think people, that creates a more human element and effect. And I think that's more attractive. And so I would say that authenticity will trump credibility. And, and, if, and especially if you can be credible and authentic, um, it, it, it can be great. And there's a lot of things I want to say here, because if you have zero credibility, then people may not hire you but they still may be more attracted to listening to you, which might open up a future door than someone that's super, super credible, but not authentic because it's, it's, it's people might not even get to the meat of the podcast because there's no human connection there. So that's number three, authenticity. Number four is consistency matters. Um, when I first started this podcast, I was challenged to, to make it 100 episodes because majority of podcasts don't last 100 episodes because it's hard and nobody listens to you at first. I think I was, I don't know, episode 15 or something. We might have to go back and look. And I just, I just lost steam. I just, I felt like an imposter, even though I was interviewing people. And I just felt like it was a lot of work. And I just didn't, didn't post, didn't post, didn't post. And my, my good friend, Russ Morgan, sent me a text. And it was a frank text. They, he said, Caleb, 
I haven't seen a podcast drop for the last couple weeks. What's up? That one text just kind of was a kick in the pants that I needed. And I was like, I committed that I was going to do this, whether, whether people listened or not. And even though literally like 15 people have listened, um, like I got to be consistent. And there was something magical that happened when you just start hitting your stride. Um, we started gaining momentum and people started listening. And, 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 but more importantly, going back to relationships, the relationships that I've made from now to then with the podcast is not even on the same planet. And so it just, it just, anything in life, you have to be consistent. And I think a lot of people uh, are just, are just starting and stopping, starting and stopping. And as a result, aren't getting any momentum in their favor because, because they're just not um, going for it. And so that's what I would say is, um, consistency matters, and if you're going to commit to something, obviously be self-aware, be willing to pivot, but, but sometimes many of you just need to hit that wall and continue to go, even if you don't have that external validation, because um, there's just there's something true about the consistency. Number five is tone is greater than your actual question. Tone matters, and I think there's some study, I can't quote it off the top of my head now, but like people listen to the tone of your voice far more than the words that are actually coming out of your mouth. I think a lot of times, and I, I've been on over 100 podcasts of people just interviewing me, I think a lot of times people like prepare questions, which I'm a fan of, I think it's good to be prepared, but they just are like a robot. And they're like, they just, they're, they're asking a question, and as a guest, it's just kind of rough. It's like, man, like, yeah, you're give me something to swing at sometimes. And I think one thing that I've been perfecting and I, and I can always improve is to really make sure my tone has curiosity, gratitude. Um, but, but I also have a tone of someone that is like, I want to save you guys time. I want this to be valuable. And I value your time of the listener, but also the guest on there. Um, and I think the tone, especially for the guest, means a lot because a lot of times when you're interviewing people, it's, it's, it's the comfortability. Do people feel comfortable? Do they feel um, like you're engaging? And I think if you do that, they'll, people will just be way more generous with their time, they'll be generous with their knowledge, and that you might be able to get something else out of them that um, just, just asking the question alone wasn't gonna do. And so I think whether it's a podcast, whether it's video, whether it's just communication in general, look at your tone and ask the question, okay, if, if I couldn't hear the words, but I could hear the tone, what feeling would I have? And just be more self-aware in how you're using the tones when you're talking to um, your spouse, your friends, your kids, you know, your coworkers, uh, tone matters. Uh, number five is follow-up campaign, the power of um, powerful follow-up. One thing that I, I would always do is I would always follow up with some type of email, text, or whatnot, and just thank people for taking their time. I'm, I'm, like a, I'm a lover of time, and I, I really respect people's time because I know that we're all going to die, and the fact that you're spending time watching this or listening to this or spending time talking to me, like you're not going to get that time back. And I'm just insanely grateful for that, um, that you'd choose to use some of your greatest resource and most valuable resource with me. And so like that needs to be translated across the board. And um, even if people, if people know that you're grateful for that, it just, it across the board, it's, it's helpful. And I don't think there's anyone that I've had a negative experience because I've really thought about valuing their time. But one thing that we've done, gone, uh, I think above and beyond, is we say thank you in a really creative, funny way. I mean, whether it's, you know, sending socks with someone's face on it and say, hey, thanks for knocking our socks off. Whether it's, you know, a video follow-up, whether it's me connecting someone to a, 
another podcast that they have to be on or just like going above and beyond and saying, okay, how can I be a giving human being to this person? And um, I, I, I say the socks with their face on it because that's something that we've done for a lot of the people that have been on our podcast. And the amount of people that have just responded to say, Caleb, I've never, ever received something like this. You know, um, it, you know, it cost us $25, $30 to say thank you. In, and, and yet that, that memory lasts for a while. And especially when I'm bringing on guests that are, you know, have other bigger podcasts or have potential business relationships that I want to be a part of or are like super credible to be able to leave an impression after the podcast. A lot of people just don't follow up. Like you have a great conversation at a networking event. You, you do some amazing things and you just don't freaking follow up. And um, this is something that I'm speaking to myself because I've not followed up on so many opportunities and uh, it it's goes back to the you're going to miss the, the shots that you've never taken 100%. Um, and so it's just, just follow up and really see if you can add something to your follow-up, whether it's podcasts, whether it's business follow-up that, that elevates the impression and makes it more memorable. And finally, this is kind of like a tactic, but this is something that we've learned uh, a lot, is use YouTube. We, when we first started the podcast, I just posted on the podcast, and I know that there's hundreds and sometimes thousands of people that listen to those the episodes and I'm grateful for every single one of you that have listened to that and I've realized that podcast is me articulating and a lot of times I could have a camera with an audio with a microphone and I could create a video on top of a audio every single person that's watching this on YouTube or watched any of the videos on YouTube it's literally because um, Al on our team was just like hey Caleb I think we should start posting our podcast on YouTube and if you think about it, every view is a view that we weren't going to get. And from there, YouTube has been a huge reason why we've continued to grow, continued to meet people, continued to win stages, because people have just, you know, found us on YouTube. And they, uh, YouTube's connected to the greatest search engine called Google. And so when people are typing in things about so-and-so guest or life insurance strategy or whatnot, my videos may pop up. I think I've had a couple videos get uh, a lot of views compared to my, you know, somewhat modest views on YouTube. And, um, and it's just kind of the network effect. And um, it really matters. And so I think the biggest thing is, I don't know if I just didn't know. I think it's like any form of video or, or audio or like of creation is, it, it's like, you know, we're, this is a creation of, of, of content. And then platforms, whether you're listening to this on Apple or YouTube or Instagram or whatnot, like are, are ways to push this content out. And if the content is at all valuable, which I hope it is, why aren't we trying to do more creative ways to pushing this out? And I think YouTube, like reposting on YouTube was one of the smartest things we did. And it was one of the easiest things to do because it, it was one of those things where like, okay, instead of just me recording in audio, why don't I record using video? And now there's so much other stuff that we can do. And so I would say YouTube, but really the idea of repurposing is something that I think we can all do. We're all doing work, but how can you do those little shifts in your life that can amplify or multiply the results that you're giving to the world? So much more I could say, but those were some of the uh, lessons that I've learned from a standpoint of starting a podcast, not giving up. I look forward to the future relationships, the future listeners, the future ideas and things that I've learned because I bet you 
the next 500 episodes that we do, the kind of momentum that we're going to experience is going to continue because something funny happens when you just do something and continue to add value and continue to be relent relentlessly pursue just serving people at a higher level. And so we are going to continue to do our very best to provide content, um, to continue to bring amazing guests on. And it's all made possible because of you um, and because of the incredible team that's behind me. I get, I get all the praise and some of the criticism, but I can only do this because uh, I'm a part of an insanely amazing team that uh, puts their blood, sweat, and tears into making this a reality. And so from the bottom of my heart, thank you to the people that have edited. Thank you to the, um, all, all the guests that has literally co-created content with me. Thank you to the, the people that promote. Thank you to the people that leave comments on YouTube. Thank you to the people that share this content. I'm just insanely grateful for all of you. Um, and I hope there was a lesson that I shared that was valuable and can uh, apply to your life and what you're up to in the world. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.